Hello again. Well, this story, unlike most stories that I tell you, uh, did not happen a year ago or five years ago or even in my childhood. This story took place just last week. Uh, I live in Israel and uh, I've been here for about two and a half years and I have a number of activities I like to do. One of them is I like to go riding uh, on a dirt bike out in the fields and along the beaches. And so this story called I'll Meet You at the Cemetery uh, took place just last week on Thursday. I called one of my friends early Thursday morning uh, right after coming home from the davening and I said do you want to go for a bike ride and he says no it's too cold uh, I don't want to go out. So I still want to go so I call another one of my friends uh, whose name is Ellie and I said Ellie do you want to go for a ride and I hear back in the very kind of, you know, the, the connection wasn't good for some reason. Uh, he says, I've already gone. I said, gone? How could you be gone already? It's not even 7 o'clock, and normally we head out at around 7. He says, no, I left early. I got up early. Uh, I had a lot of extra energy, so I decided I would go out early. He says, if you want to catch up with me, I'm going for a long ride. Uh, I'm going to about 60 kilometers, 60 to 65 kilometers, which is far because he and I rode just the week before and we rode 30 kilometers. We had some, you know, extra energy when we were done, but 30 kilometers was plenty sufficient uh, in that it takes about three, over three hours to do it. Anyways, so he says to me, he's already gone, but if I want to catch up with him, he'll wait. So I said, okay, great, I'll catch up with you. Where are you? So he names a place that he's at, and I tell him, Eddie, I, Ellie, I don't know where that is. You have another place. He says, okay, I'll meet me at, and he names another place. And I said, I don't know where those places are. I said, he says, okay, fine. So then he tells me in English, he says, I'll meet you at the cemetery said, okay, fine, so Renana only has one cemetery, and I told him, told him, fine, I'll meet you at the cemetery. So I head out, I get, you know, first I get all my stuff together, um, so my, my canteen full of water with just three liters of water, I grab some dried fruit, I go down to my bike, got my helmet, and I head out, it takes about 15 minutes to get to the cemetery, and there he is sitting out in front of the cemetery on a park bench, and uh, he says, okay, are you ready to go? I said, ready to go. So we decided not to go directly back into the fields from the cemetery, but rather to go back to the very beginning of where he would normally go into the route. He says, because I know this is the way to go, and so we decided to do that. Anyways, we ride all morning. Uh, we ride up past Natanya. Uh, we ride on the beaches, we ride on the sand dunes, we ride through the Moshavs. We're riding and riding and riding and riding. At some point we turn around and decide to come back. We get about seven or so kilometers from home. We're going through just the last of the underpasses in order to get around all the big freeways. And we, we're making regular stops, so we are resting along the way, we're making stops, we stopped for lunch, we made enough stops. But on our last stop, so he says to me, he says, how you doing? So I told him, I said, Ellie, I'm running on fumes. He says, yeah, he says, he says he feels good. So, okay, fine. We get going on the last, basically what's called the last leg of this, uh, of this ride. 
And we've already gone, I think, about 56 or so kilometers. And there's a long, uh, gradual, not too, you know, not too difficult hill going up, 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 up. Uh, it's a, it's a asphalt road, uh, two lanes, but not a lot of traffic. Um, so you don't have to ride right on the edge of the, uh, the edge of the road. You don't have to ride on the sidewalk part of it. And Ellie takes off. When I get up to the top of that that row to the plateau of it, I see Ellie is on the ground. And I ride right over to him really quick. I get off my bike, I go over to him, and the guy is gasping for air. He's got his 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 face is not blue. He has all natural color, but his eyes are totally gone. And he is gasping crazily uh, for air. And I, I yell, I, it's almost like he's snoring. And I say, Ellie, wake up, wake up. And he's like, no effect, absolutely no effect. And I'm slapping him on the face, nothing. So I figure I've got it. I don't know if he had a heart attack or what he had. I know he has a heart condition. So I start doing CPR. Now I don't know what CP. I don't know how to do CPR in the sense. The last time I learned CPR, I was in high school, and they had resuscitation Annie, and everybody, you know, get a partner, and we're going to learn how to do CPR and mouth to mouth. Anyways, I remember making a beeline for my girlfriend, and that's about all I remember about, you know. CPR and resuscitation Annie and all that stuff is like I just gonna find my girlfriend and this way we're gonna have some fun and learn this that's all I know about CPR anyways I figured okay I've seen it enough times on TV what you do is you take both hands you put it on the guy's chest and you press down with a nice rhythm as hard as you can like you're the heart so I'm pumping 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 and I don't know if, I mean, I can't really tell if you're having any effect or not, but I can see the guy is still struggling to breathe. So I figure, what am I gonna do? I open the guy's mouth up and I blow in as hard as I can. And sure enough, I see the guy's chest go up. I go, okay, this is just like resuscitation Annie. This is, this is working. I'm pumping, 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 and I blow into his mouth and pumping, 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 and I'm thinking, when is somebody going to come along this road and help me because I, I want to call the ambulance? Anyways, I, I stop for a second to reach for my phone. I go and I try to generate the auto emergency thing, and I figured, forget it. They're going to come on in Hebrew. I'm going to have no idea how to explain to them where I'm at or what the situation is. I'm not sure they're gonna speak English. So I figured, forget it. Just work on Ellie and let someone come along the highway. They'll stop, they'll call the ambulance, etc. And sure enough, after a couple minutes, two guys do drive up on the highway, one from one direction, one from the other. They come over, they figure out what's happening. They get on their cell phones. They both get on their cell phones. They call EMS and I'm working away on Ellie. So they, he's, they're asking me what happened to us and I, don't, I can't explain to you what happened. He, I just found him here. He's gasping for air and he's still not a hundred, he's not really awake yet. So I'm telling him, Ellie, stay with me. Ellie, don't die on me. This is not good. Stay with me, stay with me. And I'm, pound, I'm pressing on his chest. I'm giving him, you know, oxygen. And after a few more minutes, sure enough, something changes about him and he starts vomiting. So great, he's vomiting once or twice. 
And then I can see his eyes come sort of back into his head. He gets a little bit of consciousness. And I tell him to hang on, Ellie. We're going to make it here. We're going to make it. And that time we've got, by that time we've got a doctor on the phone who is speaking in English who's telling me, tell him to breathe in through his nose and out through his mouth. So that becomes my new mantra. I stop doing compression. And I tell them, breathe in through your nose, Ellie. In through your nose, out through your mouth. In through your nose, out through your mouth. And he, he's trying to do it. I can see he's conscious enough to try to actually follow my instructions. He's not doing a great job of it, but he's trying. Anyways, after about another few more minutes, sure enough, the guy comes up on the motorcycle, the orange motorcycle, the Hatsala guy, and he comes over and he takes Ellie by the hands and says, do you know who you are? What's your name? Do you know where you're at? And Ellie's still not quite with the whole story yet. He doesn't know where he's at. And I'm telling him, Ellie, you're okay. You're gonna make it. And eventually another couple of Hatella guides come by and an ambulance comes by after a total of about 10 minutes. And they come out. We take get Ellie's helmet off. We get him straightened out on the road. Now he's in the middle of the road. So cars are starting to back up, but who cares? Uh, and eventually, after the ambulance comes, we move Ellie to the sidewalk. And he sits there for a few minutes, and they get him into the chair, get him in the back of the ambulance, and they hook him up with EKG. Anyway, they take him to the hospital that Thursday afternoon. A couple phone calls to my wife, to Ellie's wife, to tell him that he's going to be okay. Anyway, so that's the basically the, the heart of the story is how I went biking with a friend who collapsed and I did, I did CPR and he's now in the hospital and it turned out the story turned out fine. He probably did not have a heart attack. He just fell from exhaustion and blacked out and needed somebody to revive him. He may have, he might well have survived on his own, but one will never know. In any case, they did a lot of tests on his heart. His heart is good, didn't sustain any damage. His memory's back, his everything. He's like normal. I saw him this morning and he didn't say he wanted to go for a ride, but I'm surprised he hasn't called yet. It's already almost 11 o'clock in the morning and it's a beautiful day. So, Here's what we're going to do. So we decided, this is Ellie's idea, that we're going to do an educational video and post it on the bikers website and, and WhatsApp group with do's and don'ts as far as uh, off-road biking. And the number one thing on the list is always ride with a buddy. Never go out on your own, even if you think it's a nice, easy, short ride, don't go out where someone is not going to know where you're at, someone is not going to be with you. If you're riding around the city, it's one thing, but when you're going out into the fields, you are all alone out there. And it can be quite a while before anybody sees you. So be sure to travel with a buddy. Number two, if you're going to ride, be sure you know some basic first aid, which I didn't, I really didn't know it, but it turned out I knew enough. So no basic first aid. Um, and there's a number of other things to, to 
that we're going to put on the do's and the don'ts. Anyways, that's the story. Uh, I hope I never have to do that again. Um, but it's strange that you don't, you know, you just, you just don't want the person to die on you. It's a very, it's a very strong feeling that you get when you're you're in that position and you're very serious you turn out to be very serious about wanting this person to pull through and you just it just comes to you about what you need to do in order to try to make that happen and thank God that it it turned out okay um, and Ellie's wife and his children uh, still have their daddy um, anyways that's the story um, I'm sorry it took so long. It's one of my longer stories, but uh, I think the lessons are uh, to uh, to be prepared to have if you have to take control in a situation, be prepared to do whatever it takes to um, have the positive result. That's it. That's the story called "I'll Meet You at the Cemetery." Take care. Have a great day.